faith is the anchor of a victorious life. And we understand that faith only comes by the word and that word is in your bosom. As the word says, as newborn babes, desire the pure milk of the word that you may grow thereby. Stay tuned as we meet pastors of Victory Life Bible Church International, Apostle Lawrence and Reverend Paula Atchudume. Feed your soul and spirit with the word of God. Praise Jesus. Today we are considering covenant of increase. Covenant of increase. I want us to be receptive. I want us to open our heart to God. Praise the name of the Lord. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus that this morning there will be a shift in our destiny. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I command open heavens. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I command help from above. I command wisdom. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you will know what to do. You will know what to do to move to the next level. I command overflow around you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the precious name of the Lord Jesus. How many of us enjoyed the champions class today? Can we celebrate apostle? You, those of us who didn't come, you missed. There has been an infusion of understanding that is producing a might. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. They said they that know their God, they shall be strong and they shall what? So there's a knowledge and the understanding that makes for might in the realms of the spirit that prepares a man, infuses you with divine energy to do a exploit. And that was what Apostle was talking about. Apostle, we love you and uh, we miss you. Can you say, Apostle, we miss you? Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. So, what I call the topic is going to be a, a bit narrative. Covenant of what? Increase. Covenant of increase is one that God welcomes us into. Anyone who has been called to walk with the Lord. Anyone who has been. And so we God. Why do we sing that song? You see, there's a system. There can be systems upon systems, different systems in the same realm. Praise the name of the Lord. Or different realms in this, under the same atmosphere. So these are times when we begin to choose which realm we belong to. And we need to remind ourselves of these things. These are crucial times. Praise the name of the Lord. With God, there's no scarcity. How many know that? How many know that? I cannot be stranded. You see, sometimes we, we look further. Some of these things are there for us as promises. But we've got to activate them. Apostle was also saying that. Promises, covenants. But we've got to do what? To activate them. Scarcity is engineered by men. Praise the Lord. Our activities, our greeds, are the things that engineer scarcity. So scarcity is man-made. Praise God. Praise God. Now there's no better time to activate this covenant of increase, the covenant of surplus, than now. How many believe that? This covenant, this promise, like never before, we must run into it. We must activate it. Okay? I want to give an illustration. How many of us have seen where the rare animals, you know, like, like a perimeter garden, fence? You know, it could be an open space, but somewhere, somewhere at the, in the corner, they have a shed, right? Praise God. How many know what I'm talking about? You have that picture in your mind. A perimeter fence, but somewhere in one corner, there's a shed. So, now, for those animals, the animals who play around and keep playing, I may not even see the need for that shed until what happens? Until what happens? Rainfalls. Thank you. We're following. So, until what happens? The need for that shed may not be obvious until rain begins to fall. So, more than ever before, when rain falls, that shed becomes what? So important. It becomes imperative for the animals to run 
to that shed where it for beloved there is a shed for us as believers do you get where, what we are saying there is a shed for us a place of refuge a provision that God has in store we might not have so much seen the importance before now but in times like this somebody say in times like this in times like this it becomes important that we trace our way back to that provision and that's the covenant of increase talk to your neighbor and say covenant of increase covenant of increase what's a covenant a contract an agreement an agreement and i said that when god invites a man to work with him he automatically invites you into that covenant but just like many other promises that we have in scripture they may remain at the level of potentials many promises okay in a believer how many of us can pray in the holy ghost you can pray in tongues now is praying in tongues baptism of the holy ghost a promise these signs shall follow they that what? Believe. In my name they will do this, they will do that. In my name they will, they will speak in other tongues. It's a promise, yes or no? How many of us, the experience was that the moment we got saved, instantly we got baptized. Who had that experience? Oh, great. Glory. Praise the name of the Lord. But you know, for some of us, we were saved. It took a while after. I've seen God baptize people when I preach to them and instantly they, got, they get baptized. But for the experience of some of us was that God saved, and after a while, we what? We then, we unlocked that potential, that ability in the realm of the spirit. To what? Speaking to But do you know that it was a promise for you, wasn't it? But it, be, it still remains at the level of potential until you what? You unlock it. That's the same way kingdom journey, kingdom work is. Praise the name of the Lord. These things, these promises, these provisions, these sheds, okay, can remain at the level of potential. Except we begin to, children of God begin to contemplate on and activate the keys that unlock or begin to possess the keys that activate or unlock those provisions, those possibilities and those dimensions. Praise the name of the Lord. Do we understand up to this point? Praise God. I said the covenant is an agreement, but that's like an understatement. Spirits, spirit beings, the spirit realm understand covenant better. Praise God. But for for paucity of words, okay, we can say it's an what? Agreement. That involves two parties. It's the highest form of agreement that exists. Covenant is the highest form of what? Agreement that exists. You can, you can jot that down if you are jotting. It's a bond and a contract. And this has an implication. And I'll come to that. I'll come to the import of that as far as the covenant of increase is concerned. It's an agreement and is the highest form of agreement that exists. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Are we still together? I want response. Praise Jesus. Amen. Isaiah chapter 51. Let's begin. Let's join in. Isaiah 51, 1 to 2. Isaiah 51, 1 to 2. Please, we are going to be reading scriptures. We are going to be reading. This, it says, are we there? Please give me NKJV. Please, hacking. Give me NKJV. Listen to me. Yes, let's read together. One, two, go. Listen to me. You who follow after. Look to the rock from which you were hewn. From which you were dug. Yes. Praise the Lord. He said, listen to me. If you follow after righteousness. I'm paraphrasing. And if you are a God seeker. This information is for what? It's for you. That's verse one. Listen to me. If you do what? 
you follow after righteousness and if you're a God seeker. This information we're about to share is for you. Praise the name of the Lord. So look at the prototype of the one. I'm paraphrasing now. Look at the prototype of the one who followed after righteousness. Look to the example of the one who sought after God in his days. Look at Abraham. Look at Sarah. When I called him, he was alone. Now, that's alone. Okay? If you want to understand, give me amplified of, of that um, verse 2. Amplified. Looking at what he meant by he was alone. Yes? Verse 2. Amplified. Isaiah 51. Okay? Let's read. Look to Abraham, your father, and to Sarah who bore you. For I called him when he was what? But one. Give me a message. I called him when he was what? And then I blessed him and made him what? Many. I made him many. Message, verse 2. Message, verse 2. Yes, ponder Abraham, your father, and Sarah, who bore you. Think of it. One what? Solitary man. When I called him. I called him solitary. But once I blessed him, he did what? He multiplied. How many get the message? So, he says, he says, now, this message, this message, this scripture is saying there is a piece of information. A piece of information and a letter of encouragement addressed to everybody. Addressed to everybody. You are not following. Isaiah 51, 1 and 2. There is a piece of information and a message. A word of encouragement. Was it addressed to everybody? Was it addressed to everybody? No. Okay? This piece of notes has an addressee. It has an addressee. It says, listen to me. Who? I want us to understand that scripture very well. Listen to me. Who? All you who are serious about right living. All you who are what? Serious about right living. That's number one. And who? All you who are committed to seeking God. Listen to me. So this message here has an addressee. And the addressee are those who are serious about right living. And those who are committed to seeking God. Praise the name of the Lord. And what's the message? The message is that consider Abraham. is an example. is a prototype. That's why I said look to your father. Consider Abraham as an example, a prototype of somebody who followed after righteousness. Consider Sarah. She's an example of someone who sought after the Lord in his days. Now, what did I do with their lives? When I called them, they were solitary. They were poor. They were few. They were single. Praise the Lord. But did I leave them that way? No. It's not in my custom to call people into a relationship and they work with me, especially when they are serious, when they are God-seekers, God-chasers, when they follow after righteousness, it is not in my habits. Okay? When I call them, it was but one, but it's not in my custom to leave them as one. It's not in my custom, it's not in my way, it's not in my practice, it's not in my behavior to leave them the way they are. I do something with them. And what's it? I blessed him, and Amplify says, I made him many. Verse 2. I did what? I made him many. I multiplied him. NKJV says, I increased him. Message says, I blessed him and he multiplied. Praise the name of the Lord. 
So in that introductory scriptures, Isaiah what? 51, 1 to 2, a key to the covenant of increase becomes immediately apparent. Did you see that key? I want to know if you are following. In that scripture, a key becomes immediately apparent. We're looking at the keys to the covenant of increase. The covenant of increase is a promise of God for as many that work with him. But like I said, it remains at the level of potential until we begin to do what? Activate it. He said, here we see that the commitment to seeking God, commitment to seeking God and seriousness about right living brings you into a relationship with God. And it is, the, it is such, it's a relationship where God is committed and of a necessity as his custom is to increase you and multiply you. Did we get this? Did we get that there? So, commitment to seeking God and right living brings you automatically into a relationship, into a covenant. It brings you into a relationship where God is by committed by his word. This is the word of God. He's committed by his word to increase you of a necessity as his custom is. To do what? To increase you and to multiply you. Dr. Nebasi said he has a track record of what? Keeping his word. As he's not about to stop doing it now. Praise the Lord. Someone say glory to God. Glory to God. In the Bible days, we had examples of Abraham and Sarah. But beyond that, even in our contemporary days, we have men around us. We have seen, you don't need to look too far. Look at the life of our father. Many of us see pictures of those days we laugh. He told us in Champions Class. Told us of stories when he started out in ministry. How things were difficult financially at times. Praise the name of the Lord. That's how they started. See pictures during Papa's anniversary. We'll still see many more on his birthday. Okay, and we laugh. Praise the Lord. We say God has been good. Now, you don't need to look too far. Even in our contemporary days, we see men. Okay? That God, when they started with God, like that scripture says, they were alone. Solitary. Few. As they walked with God, as they were committed to seeking God, and committed to righteous living, what happened? God increased them, and he's still increasing them. Praise the name of the Lord. So many people look at men of God and envy them. Because God is increasing them and multiplying them without knowing that there is a covenant working for them. The covenant of increase. Praise the name of the Lord. The covenant of what? Increase. These men automatically bring themselves into a covenant with God. Wherein, like I said, God is committed to bring them increase by seeking Him and by being serious about right living. God is committed. I want to show us a, a, a little dimension about the word of God. When we say the word of God, the promise of God, the commitment of God, it's not a small thing. It's not a small thing. Praise the name of God. It's a covenant. You can equate the word of God to an oath. And I'll show some sister. You can equate the promises of God to a covenant. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Is God showing us something? I will see together. Okay. So by the reason of their commitment to kingdom cause, by reason of their seeking after righteousness, they enter into a covenant, whether knowingly or unknowingly, whether they like it or not. Let me show you something. Genesis 28, 20. You see, this one, is that they don't have a choice. Yeah, do you understand? It's automatic. But of course, as we go on, why is it automatic for some of us? Praise the name of the Lord. Yes. Genesis 28, 20. Where I said, the point here is that 
they enter a covenant. Whether they know it or not. Whether they like it or not. Genesis 28, 20, 28, 20. 28, 20. Then Jacob made a vow saying, if God will be with me, look at his request. As far as he was concerned, this, this was all he wanted as at that point. I'm saying that whether you like it or not, as you begin to walk with God, you seek after righteousness, you enter a covenant. Just all that Jacob wanted, look at it. If God will be with me and keep me in this way that I'm going and give me what? Bread to eat. And what? Clothing to put on. Verse 21. So that I come back to my father's house in what? Peace. Then the Lord shall be. Joseph's vision was not more than, I mean Jacob's vision, his desire was not more than that. But let's, we still come back to Jacob because it will be our case study. By the time we do the theory, we'll come back to Jacob as a case study. Chapter 33. Genesis 33. 32 verse 10. 32 verse 10. After a while, after he had journeyed with God, he had walked with God. Look at his experience. I'm not worthy of the least of all the mercies and all, all the truth which you are what? Show your servant. For I crossed over this Jordan with what? With my staff. And now I have become what? Two companies. Someone say company. May you become a company and many companies. We will understand. We will still come back to Jacob. It is just, just peeping. We will come back and understand all of this. He, when he left, does this scripture look like what we read in Isaiah 51 too? Can you relate with it? Can you marry the two? When I called him, I called him out. This guy left with just his staff. You need, you need to understand how he left. Emergency exit. You remember the story? He, after he had deceived the father and he saw threatening to kill him, he didn't even have the chance of taking an extra clothes. So he left and ran. So while he was leaving, was where we read earlier. Okay? When he said, God, just give me food and what? Go fetch you better. He didn't want more than that. But we are saying that whether you like it or not, as you begin to walk with God, according to Isaiah chapter 51 that we have read, you automatically enter a covenant. Whether, so this was the covenant he entered. So can we interpret this and say, when he, God called him, he called him out, solitary, alone. But he did what? He increased him. Does this scripture fit into that? This was also Jacob. So it is consistent with the man who walked with God. So I say amen. God says, when you see men like that, I don't leave them alone. Now, okay? When God says he's committed to a cause, you can go to town with it. Now, I said I was going to talk about that. That God, his promise equals to his covenant. His promise equals to what? And we have to begin to work with God on that note. Where you take his promise as what? A covenant. Only God can do that. Men cannot do that. Men cannot make promise and say that promise is a law. It's sealed. It's a covenant. Because men are limited. But as far as God is concerned, his promise, you can take it as what? A covenant. And his word, you can take it as an oath. So you can write in your, in your note, is God's word equates an oath. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 13. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 13. So we say, Baba immutable. That's how I used to praise God. Baba immutable. Baba immutable. You don't get it. He said, by the immutability of God's cancer and his word. 
said by two immutable things for which it is impossible for God to lie. Papa immutable. So that's why you can equate his word to an oath and you can equate his promise to a covenant. Because he's the one they call can say and do. Talk and do. Kabaya. He's the one they call what? Talk and do. So when God gives you his word, yes, Hebrews chapter 6. Let's quickly read that. Media, please walk with me now. Hebrews 6, 13. He said, for by two immutable things, you know what the Bible says. Bible says in Psalms 138 verse 2b. Psalms 138 verse 2b. He says, what? Has he done what? He has honored. He has exalted above his name. So when God gives you his word, that's what Hebrews 6, 13 is saying was that when God wanted to swear, there was nothing greater to swear with. But he, he swore to Abraham by an oath. Said by immutable things for which it is impossible for God to lie. May God give us understanding in Jesus' name. That we begin to walk with God. Some people understand these things so deep that when God gives them a word, they can go to town with it. Praise the name of the Lord. Because they equate, he said, you have a track record of keeping your... Can we sing that song? You have a track record of keeping your word. Oh Lord. He's mighty. Amen. So key number one. Key number one. Get serious with righteous living. That's what we have been saying since. Get committed to kingdom cause. Get lost seeking God. Men of old, that's how they walked with God. And they got increased. Even when they didn't want it. Even when they didn't so desire, like we saw in Jacob. Food. Give me food. Give me clothing. God said, no, that's not what I do. I'll give you more than that. I'll make you company. We will get to where, what the company means. You will look at it so you understand. No, I don't do that. God, I don't want, just give me food. Let me be comfortable. No, that's not what I do. I increase people. I increase men. Just will not be an exception. Somebody didn't hear that. Just will not be an exception. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Key number two that unlocks the covenant of increase. Psalms 25, 12 to 14. We also stay on these scriptures a little. Psalms 25. We started with Isaiah 51, 1 to 2. Psalms 25, 12 to 14. Yes, can we read? Who is that man that fears the Lord? Him shall he what? Teach in the way he chooses. He himself shall dwell in prosperity and his descendants shall inherit the earth. Verse 14. Verse 14. The secret of the Lord is who? Those who fear him. And he will show them his what? His governor. The secret of the Lord is with they that what? That fear him. And he will show them his covenant. You ask again, which covenant again? But we know is the covenant of increase. Don't we know? Which covenant is the Bible saying he will show them again? The Bible is talking about the tenets of the covenant. The details the tenets. I know we have, with due respect to our learned friend Barista, we know how many of us have seen a land agreement before? You've seen a land agreement or any form of agreement, rent. When you see the agreement, you see it has clauses. Clauses, 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 clauses. Purchase clause, indemnity clause, and all of that. So, the covenant of ink is also has tenets. Are we getting what we are saying? It has tenets. That's what I call tenant. Now, if you look at how 
the TPT puts it. And I coined that word from there. TPT. Verse 12. He said, who are they that live in the only fear of Yahweh? You will show them the right path today. That's verse 12. Then prosperity and favor will be theirs. Oh, thank you. And their descendants will inherit the earth. Look at verse 14. There's what? Everybody, let's read together. There's a private place reserved for the devoted lovers of Yahweh. Where they sit near him. And do what? Receive revelation secrets of his promise. Somebody say revelation secret. Revelation secrets. So that's what the NK David put as it will show them his covenant. It will show them his covenant. TPT says they will sit near him and receive revelation secret. So the tenet of the covenant of increase, we can from TPT we can coin the word revelation secrets. So God has promised. So that is the reason why some of us are not working in that dimension. Okay, it's not just enough to enter that agreement. Praise the name of the Lord. There are secrets that a man knows. When a man knows and understands, can lead you into a life of increase and prosperity. And not everyone knows that secret. And the way we know, the more, the degree to which we know differs. Praise the name of the Lord. There are secrets that when a man knows and understands, and he puts them in action, the man to a life of prosperity and increase. And those are those secrets. Is what the Bible says, captions as revelation secrets. And the Bible says those secrets belong to they that fear the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. They that fear the Lord. Now, can you see the relationship now with the first key? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Can you see the relationship with the first key? They that fear the Lord, they that are committed to seeking God, as they do so, God has promised that he will show them what? Revelation secret. Tenets of the covenant. He said, he will show them his covenant. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. May the Lord open our eyes. From today, may God open our eyes. And begin to, I was praying and said, Lord, show me. Somebody, we were discussing with someone yesterday, and the person was talking about uh, our finances, and now God has been helping her. If you see how she was saying that, anytime she runs into, she's edged in. As far as finances is concerned, she says she sows. She just looks for a fertile ground and sows. Sometimes, don't forget she's in financial constraints. And that's where she's sowing. It takes understanding. It takes revelation secret to do that. By the time she was sharing examples of one, you know one they say is happenstance. Two they say is coincidence. This one is not two, it's not three, it's not four, it's not five. The money we are talking about, they are big, big money. And the way they happen is that after that sowing, it happens almost instantly. That you almost know that this provision is a result of this sowing. And I'm not talking of small money. And by the time this person is sowing, okay, it's hard. It's not because the person has a lot. The person told me how, of how the last one is sold, how that there was even no transport to return back home from the place of sowing. But beloved, when she was saying it, I saw assurance conviction. That's what we are talking about. I will show them my covenant. He will show them his revelation secret. It must be revealed. That's why TPT calls it revelation secret. They are secret and they must what? They must be revealed. See, when the person was saying, I saw the conviction in my heart, I said, Lord, this one, like God, like Jesus told Mary, told Mary, he said, she has found that one thing and that one thing cannot be taken away from me. 
I saw this woman, I said, this one has found something. You can't carry a knowledge and do that. It must be revealed to you. Praise the name of the Lord. So there are tenets. I want us to look before we pray. Let's look at a case study like I promised. I said, Lord, please open my eyes to the revelation secrets of the tenets of the covenant of increase. There are things that when you know, it shifts you in the realm of the spirit. It shifts your finances. It shifts your costs. I felt the conviction and I started praying. Praise the name of the Lord. The covenant of increase has tenets and terms, like I said. And Bible says, God reveals those tenets. Today, they fear him. Today, they fear him. Now, let's substantiate in scriptures. Let's now see uh, Genesis chapter 28, where we began from. He said, God delights in showing us the truth of the covenant, the tenets of the covenant. God delights in showing us the revelation secrets of his covenant, of his promise, so that we can walk in them and so that we can walk in increase. In Genesis 28, you can project Genesis 28, Jacob had an encounter, like I said, left the father's house. We understand the circumstance. And as he was going, he got to a place. And when eventually God, that was the place eventually called Bethel. No, he felt like resting. He got tired. He took a stone for a pillow and rested. Only God knows I was able to sleep very well. You know, he must really be very tired. A pillow for a stone. We know the story. But while he was sleeping, Bible says he saw angels ascending and descending upon a ladder. Then he knew that the presence of God was in that place. He woke up and said, "The Lord has been here. This is the house of God. This is gate of heaven." And that's why I named that place Bethel. That's not where I'm going. Can we open to Genesis 28? This is where we conclude Genesis 28. Is God blessing us? Are we sitting together? Genesis 28. Okay, let's read from verse 18. So I've, I've paraphrased all that happened before that time. So after the encounter, after the encounter, Jacob rose up in the morning and took the stone that he had put at his head, set it up as a pillar, and poured oil on top of it. Yes. And he called the name of that place. Let's read together. From now, let's read together. He called the name of that place. Yes. I can't hear our voices. Verse 20. Verse 20. Yes, one, two, go. Now, verse 21. Verse 21 so that I come back to my father's house in peace, then the Lord shall be my God. Verse 22. Verse 22. Please, read this with understanding. And this stone which I have set as a pillar shall be God's house. And what? All of that you give me, I will surely do what? Please read verse 22 again. And let's read loud. Is somebody seeing what I'm seeing there? Is somebody seeing what I'm seeing? Is someone seeing what I'm seeing? Joseph, I mean, Jacob had an encounter with God. After that encounter, his eyes was opened to something. So right there and then, Jacob saw a dimension of how to walk in the covenant of increase with God. After an encounter, he woke up and he was moved by the Spirit to see a dimension of how to walk in the covenant of increase with God. A revelation secret, a tenet of the covenant of increase, a dimension. And what was it? What was it in one word? What was it that he saw? 
What was it that he saw? Tithes. Tithes. We got the message. Praise the name of the Lord. He said, all that you have given me, I will surely give a tenth to you. What is that? And that was long before God began to even set in writing for the children of Israel, the principles of tithing. I hope you know that. That was before the Mosaic law. That was before the Mosaic law. Some men, by encounter and revelation, were already practicing tithing before it became a law that God started teaching men to work with. That's what we found in Jacob. He was moved by the Spirit. After an encounter, remember, after an encounter, a revelation secret was delivered to him. He said, I will give to you, I will give a ten to you. And by that time, it wasn't well elucidated, like I said, as a principle. It was before the Mosaic law. Do you remember, Abraham also gave a tent. This man, so that's what, you remember the scripture we looked at in Psalms. He says, they that fear me, I will show them a covenant. This was before we had a plan. God started teaching, putting it in law. This was, I've been working in the covenant of Titan. That is to say, if we also fear God and walk with God and see God, there are many more. Covenant of Titan, I mean, principle of Titan is one. It means God will show us. He can show us the tenets, the revelation secrets of the covenant of increase. That's what we are seeing here. This one did not read it. After our encounter, they were moved by the Spirit of God to say, okay, I will give Titan. And some people are there still arguing about Titan. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. So when God said earlier that look to Abraham, your father, I called him alone, I prospered him, and all of that. That was the summary. Can you see that that was the summary? There were details in between the line. There, that was, the details was that as Abraham sought God, listen to this, as Abraham sought me and walked with me, because he feared me, began to reveal to him the tenets of the covenant of increase, the revelation secrets of the covenant of increase. And I applied them and walked with them, he increased mightily. Then, though I called him alone. So that's the details in between the line. He said, I called him alone and I increased him. But the details was that as he walked with me, I began to unfold to him, like I promised in Psalms chapter 25. I, I began to unfold to him. He said, I will show them that fear me, I will show them my covenant. I began to unfold to him the covenant secret, the secret, revelation secret of this covenant. Do we get the relationship now? The relationship between key number one and key number two. Key number one was also very important because the revelation secret of this covenant will only be revealed to they that seek the Lord and that live righteously. Praise the name of the Lord. Finally, let's look at Jacob when he was coming back. Like I said, that was this was before the dispensation of the law of Moses. And that's why you can't say tithe was abolished by the law. Do we understand? It's not, you can't say it was abolished by the law. The principle of tithing was already in operation even before the law. It predated the law of Moses. Before the law was written on tablets, God was writing the principle and the law of tithing in the heart of those who walked him as a revelation secret of the covenant of increase. They discovered it by revelation. Until Jesus come, that law of tithing will remain one of the tenets of the covenant of increase. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. So let's fast forward to 20 years later, over 20 years later. So, uh, Genesis 32. Genesis 32. I will see together. Let's fast forward to 20 years, over 20 years later. You know, he ran away. God revealed himself to him. After he, he left him, after I left the house, you know, God began to he began to walk with God. And God began to show him 
okay, about Jacob. You know, we said Jacob is a case study. Now, God began to show him. And after God showed him and he had walked in that way, in the way of the covenant, then in Genesis 32 verse 9, Genesis 32 verse 9, we then hear his testimony. Genesis 32 verse 9 and 10. He said, I crossed this Jordan with my staff. You remember the way I left home? Emergency exit. You know, I told us the way I left home. Okay, he said, now I'm already two companies. So let's look at the import of that statement. What he meant by two companies. How much he had. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So verse 33. Now let me, because of time, let me just, let me just summarize that. Now, Jacob had to divide his possessions and his company into bands. Now he wanted, now, chapter 33 was when he was going back after 20 something years to now meet Esau. Remember how he left Esau, he ran away. So he was coming back. Now, he divided the gifts into bands. Some people will carry some gifts, a lot of them. He will meet them. He will meet another set. It was a lot. It was something you can call a bribe. Praise the Lord. And somebody was describing it and someone said um, it, was a, it was so plenty stuff in order to make a man forget the past. He calculated it. It was such, so much gift that so much package that he was to give his son so that when he saw it would take a man that is foolish to reject that kind of gift. You know there was a dragon. He said, ah, Esau said, I also have now. Ah, I'm okay. He said, no, I insist. He said, okay, I will take it. It was to give so much gifts that Esau will probably be a fool to fight after receiving it. Are we getting it? That's to show the import of the companies that he was talking about. That God has blessed me. He said it himself. When you get home, you can read it. Jacob said, hey, God has increased me. I'm, I'm in many companies. He said, so I, I'm gifted. I'm blessed. I have a lot. So take I brought this for you as a gift. This is this is not all. Just take. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, it's like taking someone's company and then many years after, down the line, you're now a multi-billionaire multi in, in dollars and you just see the person after many years and wire like $20 million into the person's account. The money is a huge money that the generation of that person, three years, three years, I mean three generations after, will not be able to finish spending. Who knows what I'm talking about? That kind of, you just, you offended the person, the company issues, but God has blessed you, multi-billion. You saw the person many years after, you just, you just sent $20 million, you know? So, that person will say, there's no need to fight anymore. We are now friends. You understand? So, that was how much God has blessed Jacob. Praise the name of the Lord. So, look at Genesis 32 verse 10. Let's rise on our feet as we pray. Let's rise on our feet. I have two prayer points from here. Genesis 32 verse 10. That's where we'll be praying from. Let's rise on our feet. He said, I'm not worthy of the least of the mercies and of the truth which you have shown your servant. For I crossed over this Jordan with what? I crossed over this Jordan with what? With my staff. And now I have become what? We are going to pray. Do we understand the keys, the two keys we have shared today? Key number one, get committed to seeking God. Isaiah 51, 1 to 2. Get committed to living a life of righteousness. Key number two, revelation secrets. Praise the name of the Lord. I want you to pray. Wherever you are past today, okay? Wherever you are passing 
you are passing through and it looks like you are solitary, you are a few. The next time you'll be passing there, you'll be passing as a company. Whatever that means to you. Jacob, maybe we don't remember, Jacob was crossing this river. It's like somebody going like this. Look at me. Look at me. He crossed this way. But when he was going this way, it was just him and his staff and whatever he was putting on. Many years down the line, he had to come back. He had to reappear. When he was reappearing and crossing again, this time, it was a multitude. I don't know what that means to you. May the Lord give you understanding as you pray. As, can you begin to pray? I say, Lord, wherever I'm passing through today, alone, solitary, you, Lord, as the Lord live the next time I'll be passing through again, I'll be passing as a company. Can you begin to pray? Can you begin to pray? And ask the Lord to do that for you. He said, he said, when I called him, I called him alone. I called him solitary. Wherever it is that you are appearing right now, solitary, you are appearing as a small camp. The next time you appear, you shall be a host. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Can you declare that? Can you declare that concerning your life? Can you declare that concerning your life? Lord, wherever I'm appearing right now, where it seems like I'm appearing a few, I'm appearing as a small camp. I'm appearing as solitary, I'm appearing alone. Lord, the next time I'll be passing there, Lord, I'm appearing as a camp. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I'm appearing as a camp. I'm appearing in companies. In the name of the Lord Jesus, Luke chapter 12, verse 32. He said, fear not, little flock. It is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Where is it that you are appearing as a little flock? Can you pray? I said, the next time I appear, I am appearing as a kingdom. In the name of the Lord Jesus, he said, fear not, little flock. It is thy father's good pleasure to make you a kingdom. To give you the kingdom. Lord, in the name of the Lord Jesus, wherever it seems I'm appearing now and I'm appearing solitary, I'm appearing as a, as a, as a small camp, I'm appearing as a small flock, as a little flock, uh, as the Lord liveth, as your spirit live. Uh, the next time I'm appearing in the name of the Lord Jesus, uh, I'm appearing as, you see, it doesn't have to be long. Maybe you are thinking it will be like 20 something years after after like Jacob appeared can you pray like somebody who has understanding in the name of the Lord Jesus is he in your department is he back at home is he in your father's house when the next time I'm appearing you maybe you left you went to school you left you they saw you you left somebody as someone who was packing a lot of food stuffs you know it is something God can do such that the next time you are going the Lord would have given you some secret revelation secrets that would have caused a shift uh, in your finances shift uh, in your coast uh, and so that the next time you are appearing you are praying as a host uh, you are appearing not as one that is being fed anymore you are praying now as a giver you are praying as a as a flock as a as a as a camp as companies uh, and as a host uh, in the name of the Lord Jesus can you pray that in one more minute in the name of the Lord Jesus Lord increase me and make me a host make me a company we've seen the life of men who walk with you we've seen the life of Abraham we've seen the life of Jacob Lord you promise according to your word which is a covenant your promise which is a covenant you say you call them solitary you call them single you call them alone you call them small you call them as a small flock uh, but you increase them you bless them uh, and you multiply them uh, i activate this covenant of increase upon my life uh, this day in the name of the lord jesus uh, by reason of the understanding that you have given me i activate this uh, in the name of jesus in jesus mighty name we are praying one last prayer father open my eyes
to the revelation secrets that will cause a shift in my finances this season. Father, what? Open my eyes to the revelation secrets that will cause a shift in my finances. This I open your mouth and pray in the name of the Lord Jesus, sir. Revelation secret that will cause me to move from solitary to a multitude. Revelation secret that will cause me to move from scarcity to abundance, sir. In the name of Jesus, sir. Lord, open my eyes. Lord, open my eyes. You see, this is not by head knowledge. Many of us know that you need to sow, but when the Lord reveals it to you, you become assured of it. You become convinced of it, and it begins to work for you. It begins to work like magic. Can you say, Lord, open my eyes, sir? Like a rush heart. Talked about the principle and the tenets of tithing, the principle of tithing that men were even beginning to understand, even before God gave them templates, uh, even before God gave them laws of stones, uh, even before God gave them templates of stones. Uh, some men were already working with it, uh, they were working with it, and it was working for them. They were working with it because God moved them, uh, God showed them. Lord, He says, The fear of God, uh, He said, God will show them His covenant, uh, those that fear the Lord. Lord, show me. Lord, show me the revelation secrets. Uh, show me the tenets uh, of the covenant uh, of increase. Uh, in the name of the Lord Jesus, uh, that will cause a shift uh, in my finances in this season. That will cause a shift uh, in my life. Uh, in the name of the Lord Jesus, uh, that will shift me from solitary, from fewness into multitude. Uh, that will shift me from scarcity into abundance. Uh, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Uh, it is the spirit who gives life the flesh profits nothing the words that i speak to you are spirit and they are life hope you were blessed by that inspiring message from our lead pastor and we pray it bears fruit in your life for more transforming messages do subscribe to our youtube channel at victory life bible church or keep yourself updated via our website at www.vitualifebiblechurch.org. You could also follow us on our social media platforms on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at VLBCINT. God bless you.